This is episode 49 with success coach Craig Hardell. Welcome to Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle coach, and this show is to help you begin building a life of fulfillment and to leave a positive mark on the world. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now take out your pencils and let's begin. Uh, Super excited today again to bring you another wonderful guest who's going to share his knowledge and a little bit about his experience and how he helps others reach their next level of success. So today we have Craig Hardell on the show. And now Craig is a success coach. Um, He's actually from the Caribbean islands down in St. Lucia. Uh, and he helps ambitious yet unfulfilled men and women overcome their fears and hit their big goals. He has endured lots of personal hardship as well uh, that eventually led him to living his true passion as a success coach and helping others reach their next level and achieve their big goals to reach their full potential. Now, his mission is to help others who have big dreams, are many challenges or obstacles, and or are about to give up and help them push through. And he also helps them refocus and live meaningful and fulfilled lives that they were meant to live. So, Craig, welcome to Pencil Leadership today. It's fantastic being on, and it's an absolute pleasure. Awesome. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So thankful that you're able to take some time out, uh, because I know it's probably beautiful down there today in St. Lucia. So, um, yeah. So, talking about reaching your next level of success, success today, excuse me, but first, I'd love to hear maybe a condensed version of your story, how you got to be doing what you're doing today. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity once more. I'm a mindset and success coach like you introduced me as, and I help people really get to their next level. You know, we all have our next level, and you know you may see people doing very well, but what about you? Yeah. People, most people are afraid to ask that question. Now, a bit of my background, I used to be a physical education teacher and I switched into entrepreneurship and had quite a bit of hardships along the way, including, and I'm, I'm summarizing, including broken relationship, had a child unexpectedly, lost my child unexpectedly as well. And um, just those moments and those events afterwards even really taught me a lot. And in yeah. some ways, it actually even broke me. You know, and prior to all of this, I've done a lot of voluntary work, a lot of mm-hmm. basically my passion is to teach and serve. So having all those lessons and events and prior experiences really gave me the impetus to do it full time. And I did a lot of digital marketing, web design. I still do on a very small basis, but mainly now with my products, courses, and also coaching is how I primarily serve the world. So these events have really inspired me to really serve on a much larger scale and to really help people who basically fall through the cracks because most people, they may have grand ambitions, they may really want better for themselves, but they give up for one reason or the other. So that's really what my background is and how I got to where I am currently. That's awesome. Thank you for, for sharing that um, and, and being kind of transparent and vulnerable with us. I'm curious um, how did you get through those broken, those hard times? What, what was your kind of, where did you get your strength to get through? One is the knowledge of what I like to call your next best self. Mm. 
there are other variants of this, your highest potential, which I use commonly. Some others use your future self. Again, no one author recently published. And really being clear as to who that is for you. And you not define yourself by your current circumstances, your current situations, but still learn from them. We're not letting mm. them completely define who you, who you're going to be and what you're going to do. And the problem is most people have the conception that your past determines your future. Mm. And really that could be limiting. And we're limited in so many ways if education system and if grades and if all the labeling, even personality tests as well. And we have to learn to step outside of that because as long as we don't step outside of those stratifications, who yeah. we are is already predetermined. And that's actually what's holding us back. Whether it's people who said negative things to us that we internalized, or whether it's really stories that we've always been telling ourselves. One blog post that is very popular on my website is the list of common excuses that people use. And excuses are just another way of saying stories. All right? So personally, along that time, for me, it's really me having a much higher vision for myself, mm. what I'm capable of, and really just having the confidence because of prior wins to go through and come out on top and be even better. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Being able to kind of see the kind of look ahead and, and know things can get better there. There's a silver line. There are there are things that are coming. That's going to be better than where we are now to help motivate us forward. I think that's huge. Um, and I think that's, that's needed a lot of time, especially, I mean, especially in the time we're in right now. Uh, I mean, it's, well, it's 2020 we've been through a uh, pandemic. We've been through rioting here in the States, at least uh, just a lot going on. Uh, in people's lives that are really changing things in the, the kind of the fabric, the layout of, of, the, of the world right now. And so, yeah, seeing your next best self, I like that a lot. And so is that kind of how you format your courses or your, your programs with your clients, with the people that you help? That's an interesting question because it's deeper than that. Mm. And it's helpful to have the mindset of what you really aspire into, whether it's your goals, whether it's who you really want to become, or even later on in life, what your life wants you want it to look like. You know, yep. there's a common saying in The Five Regrets of Dying, a very popular book, mm. and it speaks to one of the regrets being that people don't have the courage, they didn't have the courage to live the lives that they truly want to live. Yep. And you having the end in mind in one way or the other really helps you develop that courage and push through, you know? And so you have that angle and yes, it is one of the core tenets of what I do. And some of the others are that most people believe that they have an information problem, but mm. really their problem is with execution. I mean, now we're on the internet, we have, access to plethora of resources mm -hmm. and you're inundated with things to do email lists youtube subscriptions facebook live videos the news feeds we're confused more than ever prior even 10 years ago the library was a thing you know you go to the <laughs> library you borrow books you yeah. rent books i mean even you look at pre-instagram with <laughs> dvds I mean, people value small packets of information, but now it's meaningless. Meaningless in that we have access to so much. Mm -hmm. And 
we're overstimulated. Mm. And really what I do primarily, I help people get in touch with really what next, what's next for them. What do they want? Because that mm-hmm. overstimulation prevents people from really thinking clearly for them. Right. Yeah. And that clarity being inundated with social media, with distraction, with just a constant entertainment. Now we live in a time as well that you don't have to go to bed, right? <laughs> there is something, I mean, especially if you live in the city, one of the large cities like yep. you're in, life never slips. Right. You know? So people do not have those periods of renewal, whether it's for rest, but more broadly speaking, for their lives where they could take the time to really chart forward and what mm-hmm. do you take for them to get what they want. Yeah. So I help people really gain clarity across those areas yeah. and live a life that is meaningful to them and even define success perfectly for them. Now, mm. if you would allow me to expand on this, yeah, wealth is fantastic. There's nothing wrong with wealth. But what I'm saying is that most people are wealthy. A lot of people are wealthy, but they're not fulfilled. They're not happy. They're missing out on so much of life. Mm-hmm. And yet, while sacrifices are good, the thing is that money isn't everything. Right. And your fulfillment is just as important. And most people are burnt out. Most people really, they're grinding, they're hustling. There is all this hustle talk, walking on fire, motivation talk out there. And it's good to feel motivated, but you really need to tap into the person. You really need to to have that clarity as to what you want and specifically how to get it. And Mm. all these things generally I help with. That's awesome. Yeah. I think the two big things like the clarity, finding clarity, because yeah, there is so much information out there at our fingertips that we can have instantly. Um, and then success basically is what I, what I heard you say, success equals being fulfilled. Did I hear that correctly? Is that kind of what you're meaning? Yes. You could encapsulate that in a nutshell, whatever that means. And that goes yeah. across a wide spectrum because it doesn't label one means of success as the means. For example, owning a Lamborghini. Most people don't know how expensive a Lamborghini is to own. And some people love cars and there is nothing wrong with either end of that spectrum. So my point is most people, they're not really happy because they haven't taken the time and to proactively define and measure what success is for them and walk that path. So that's essentially what I would be when I say that. That's awesome. And I, it's like, and I believe it's in Think and Grow Rich was a story of success being um, if, if a man chose to sell hot dogs on the corner of a street because that's what he wanted to do, because that's what he found fulfillment in, then he was successful. It wasn't about how much money he made or what his position was in life, but that he chose to be that hot dog salesman uh, because that's what brought him that was his passion. That was what fulfilled him. And so he was successful in, in his world and he should be because he chose to do that. That's what he wanted to do. Um, and so I think I always go back to that. Like success is not, like you said, it's not about money. There's nothing wrong with money. There's nothing yeah. wrong with cars. It's, it's based on what, do you, what fulfills you, what brings you uh, happiness, what makes you feel aligned correctly in your path and going after it. Yeah. And, um, like I was about to say, I mean, you need money. I mean, yeah. no way am I implying that right. you don't, money is not important or anything that people have, which are basically limiting beliefs as to why they shouldn't earn more. Mm. And the reason I really want to point to that nuance is that I do help 
and regularly converse with people who really have high financial goals. And along with the fulfillment, what I want to say is that most people, the other end of that spectrum, most people settle too quickly. They settle for the life that is comfortable, that they think that they could have easily, but they never go further, extra, mm. right? We live in society where you shame for wanting more, especially in a financial sense, for wanting to really go past your environment. Yeah. And most will have to learn to let go of the stigma because it unconsciously affects them, especially if you're very ambitious, maybe family, religion, and yeah. otherwise. And also, people need to understand that you really need to ensure that your actions on your day-to-day is in alignment with what you really want because it's not enough to just want. I mean, we could sit here and speak about how, you know, you could want certain things, but it's not about wanting. You need to ensure that the actions that you take, what you focus on is in alignment with what you want. Mm. And that in a time like this is even harder because of all the distraction, just all the options. And that is something that I really help people with. So I wanted to take a couple of minutes like I just did to really paint the entire spectrum so people understand it's not really a subject, an objective description of what wealth or what success is, but it's really determined specifically what that means for you and yes. what really fulfills you and walking that path. That is how you get what you want. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think it's, it's seeing that. And then, yeah, like you said, getting out of that stigma that like you can go for more, it can be uh, more, whatever it can be money. It could be, um, a position or it can just be more time. So you're trying to build your business to have more time. So it can be whatever it is. So how, how do you start people down that road kind of to get over that or use that obstacle as a stepping stone to the next, the next spot, the next level of success? One of the first things that I do when I work with somebody or when they enroll in my programs is mm-hmm. that I love to have them do a self-analysis. Mm. And sometimes I meet with them, but most people have never asked themselves hard questions. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> we always have that thing that we avoid. For example, who do you want to become? Mm. It's, it sounds simple, but try answering it. Who do you really want to become? And most will may give you a vague answer on top of their head, but take 10 minutes and write it out. You know, and again, that's along with speaking about the inundation and the fact that that introspection, because it's not about the end result only. And yes, outcomes are extremely important. You need to not just enjoy the process, but you need to yep. enjoy you. Because yeah. you won't necessarily be happy when you get the million dollars, when you get the Lamborghini, right? right? When you get even into college, if that's where you're at, you know? So you have to fully understand where you are at and really what's missing. Because it's only when you really go inward and you really attempt to see what's holding you back. You know, like I typically say, there is this iceberg that we don't see, especially when you begin to really work with somebody. Yeah. There is this iceberg that you don't see, that time you will begin to delve into. And that is where the real work happens. The real transformation yeah. happens. And typically, yeah. like I said in the beginning, it is not a information problem that most people have. And yes, most people may have learned a lot of wrong things as well, and that may have to be unlearned. But once they really get in touch with their module, if you will, mm. and they're really highly attuned to what's working for them, 
the execution just quickens and it's always miraculous the transformations that people can have yeah i think in it like <laughs> i think that's wonderful because and it's so true like you mentioned like what's holding you back like getting through that asking yourself hard questions and it reminds me of joseph campbell's quote uh the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek and so those things that we're afraid of or that we don't want to do those hard things those usually end up being the most beneficial for us yes yes and what i love to tell people also is that we all have our next level of transformation Mm -hmm. and some people may come to you or come to me and they don't need coaching and until i sit with them for half an hour you know and the reason i say this is to say that your next area of evolution may be different for you you may be you may have a good career right most people may really want to go forward there most people but you may have a good career and you may want you may be in a position where you need life balance, mm. right? You may be in a position where you need to really get started in the family. If you're a female, maybe you've gone up the corporate ladder and now you're getting older and now, you know, your body's changing and you really need to find that family. So what yeah. I'm, the reason I'm saying this is that some people, even people who are wealthy or have large businesses, may believe that they may not necessarily need coaching, but typically mm. in my experience, they're actually the ones who need it the most, yeah. right? Because yeah. the more success that you have, the less people you could actually really meaningfully talk to, yeah. right? And if you listen and you're in a six or seven figure range, you know I'm right, because mm. typically it's hard. And most people cannot understand the struggle it really takes to grow anything. Right. right, and we all go struggle, but the point is, once we really take some time to delve in, and once we really take some time to get honest with ourselves and yeah. what has been holding us back that we didn't acknowledge, typically the shift happens for anybody, mm-hmm. no matter their wealth spectrum, wherever they are, wherever has happened in the past. Yeah, yeah, because people don't know what they don't know. They don't know they need coaching until they finally know it and and see the benefit that's going to come from it. Um, yeah. I know I've been there. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't really, I don't need that. I don't need to listen. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I needed that slap in the face or that kick in the pants to get going. So, um, no, that's, that's great. So how do, um, how does the next step, I know you say you do a self-analysis with people. So they find out where they need to start that work and, and what is in the way, what, what comes after that? What usually do you lead them into after that? Well, if it's a coaching program, we have structured sessions mm-hmm. and typically we work on an area within your life. And even in my program, similarly, we get a lot of valuable information. Yeah. And I really need to stress this because the problem with most programs, in my professional opinion, they just dump information on you, mm. right? And the information may be great, but unless you take some time to delve in, it typically doesn't land as it should. And gotcha. on one hand, some people may take a part of a program and they may have some success, but normally what's wrong or what strings need to be pulled, just like a surgeon or a doctor would tell you, yeah. it's the same organ, but you need to pull different parts of it. Mm. You know? So most programs are not tailored to the individual in that regard. Okay. And that is why I do the self-analysis. And then afterwards, like you asked, 
generally I help them optimize every year of their lives and okay. things will come up, problems will come up, yeah. challenges in implementation will come up and then we address these as we go along until as our program comes along or if we're working on a longer basis, the person begins to change. Mm-hmm. They begin to rewire, the behavior begins to change. Yep. You've gone through the loops of difficulty because sometimes you may want to really do something, but change is hard. I mean, change is hard for everybody. I completely yeah. understand that. But generally, that's the process, you know. And cool. with regards to work, I mean, I tell people, if you really want to be the best, you have to train like that. Yeah. And not in that you have to compare yourself to those out there. But you have to take yourself seriously. You have to take life seriously. You have to be willing to look under the rug because I will <laughs> and see and then see what's wrong and what needs to be fixed. And then you will always be astounded as to how fast you can change. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I mean, if if we do what we've always done, we'll get what we always got. And so we have to change for any any difference to come about and to reach yeah. new levels to, to reach that new next level of success. We have to, we have to change our habits. We have to change our actions and what we're doing, obviously, because what we're doing right now isn't working to get us to that next level. And yeah. And that is why and I, and I could go even deeper on that because that is why most pieces of information now don't work. They mm. don't work not in that it's not good, but that people need to be stimulated to apply right now mm-hmm. think of the attention span of websites think of movies the shock value think of youtube and how addicting technology has become yeah so even with information in a course where you have no extra coaching or anything outside of a coaching context even for that matter most people don't stick to it mm. right so yeah 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 i think it comes back to getting on that emotional level like figuring out what is going to make them continually change to, to put these habits into action. Uh, we have to get on that emotional level, something that's like you said, stimulates them forward. Like they're going to think about that and say, okay, that's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm going through this hard time um, for X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, but something um, that, that kind of pulls at their heartstrings. And the beautiful thing about that dichotomy is that, as tough as that might that may seem, and people who've gotten coaching before, people, some people you speak to them, they are three, four coaches at a time. Mm. Now, so they're they're used to the process, but one thing that they will tell you, the reason why they pay for so many coaches, and even if you haven't and you're considering it, the reason why you should, because the more you challenge, the more you really the degree to which you challenge your own assumptions and yourself, yeah, is a degree to which you'll actually make progress. Yeah. Exactly the same side is two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. So the beautiful thing is that the more you jump into it and the more you're willing to really just learn and grow and not be afraid to be wrong, right? The faster you actually move forward. So that, yeah. that's the beautiful thing about that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. When we're able to, it's like the first trait of pencil leadership is to be humble, to know that we can't do it alone, that we need yeah. mentors and guides to lead us. Once we can do that, and it's hard, but once we can do that, man, yeah, growth can can happen at such a faster rate. Um, we we don't we can bypass a lot of a lot of pains and messes up mess ups because of that. Yeah, yes, we can. So that's awesome. Um, so what I, I like 
when I talk to other coaches, um, what are your goals for this year? What are you looking to do? Anything exciting that you have on the horizon? I love this question because I have plenty. One of them, I mean, we're looking to grow. We're looking to grow the coaching business and help and serve even more people. But outside of that, for me, I'm looking to really expand my product line and Mm. really reach even more people because some people may not be ready for coaching. Everyone needs coaching. That's undoubted, right? I struggle with that word. That's all right. But... um, some people may really need smaller products and some people may only be able to afford smaller products. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. If especially you were there, one of my core things is that anybody can move forward. You know, we have our past and then we have so much shame, but we let our past deeds and our past wrongs determine our futures. And yep. whether it's investing in a coaching program, right? Whether it's a course, whether it's a small product, I want to be there for them at whatever stage of that journey that they're on. And as right. they take action, they make progress. If it fits, if they really are aligned, then we could work together. But for me, it's about helping people along the entire spectrum. Yeah. So more broadly speaking, that is where my core goals of focus are, are really improving those and making sure that people really transform in what mm. at whatever the level that they're at because i believe that someone who's very maybe someone who's poor or capable of poor background didn't have many opportunities is not necessarily less than one who had you know and yeah. for me that's i want to structure my training so i help everybody and anybody i'm passionate about anybody being able to move up whatever happened before you know and from because the next Bill Gates, for example, can come from anywhere. The next major invent could come from Africa, for example, yep. would come from any area around the world. So, yeah. And again, that's what I love about being global in that I can reach people more than in my country. I'm in the Caribbean, but really worldwide. I mean, we speak to people on all continents and yep. it's, it's incredible. Just seeing and learning and really growing because as a coach, you do grow as well. But what I really want to stress on is that for me, it's about helping people help themselves. Mm. And people need to, no change happens until you're able to help help yourself. And yeah. sometimes not everybody could afford super high end coaching, although yeah. they actually need it, but they may be able to help themselves at a slightly lower level. And that's enough of a stair step, stair step for them to move up on. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Kind of reaching people where they are, meeting people yeah. where they are, because we're all at different levels. I I love that. And it kind of goes, it kind of goes into because you're talking about what you want to do, your goals going forward. The last trait of pencil leadership is uh pencils made to leave a mark. That's its purpose. And so we have purposes uh out there. And, and so I, I love to ask this question is when everything is said and done for you here on earth, mm-hmm. what do you hope your mark is that you left? I actually asked myself this question recently and the, my internal answer shocked me. <laughs> you know, for me, it's to spread my knowledge DNA far and wide around the world, right? And to yeah. reach and impact people, I mean, at least a million people, but that number could even be hard to quantify. But mm-hmm. for me, to put so much goodness where 
I mean, at the minimum, it's one reach at least a million people and help them transform yeah. their lives with whether it's for any programs that we have or just by knowing me, if even in a, in a medium like this. Yeah. And just helping themselves because the richest place on the planet is actually down under, not in Australia, but in the Caribbean. Oh, right? yeah. And that's sad because there's a lot of unfulfilled potential. Oh, so the more you could spark that is really the more change, your capacity for change exponentially widens. So really that's what I want to do when I do it mm. in products, if anything that we put out and really it's just that desire to help people. I love because it. Because I, I know what it's like, I know what it's like to not have opportunity. When yep. I say opportunity, I don't just mean internet access. It could be mm. a role model. Yeah. You know, it could be someone who makes seven figures and you want to make seven figures in your life. Yeah. Right. It could be someone who really has the family life that you want, that you really want better with, you know. Right. So yep. in that way, that's how I really want. It. And that's really spans what generally I was in my visions. That's awesome. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Just spreading knowledge far and wide to as many people as you can. I, I think that's that's really admirable and a, a great goal that I think you're on your way to doing um, with, with your coaching as well. So it's always, it's always cool to connect with other coaches and just see the impact they're having. Uh, it excuse me, motivates me, uh, to continue doing what I do as well. And so, um, Craig, again, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, before we say goodbye though, how can people connect with you, um, online or, or however? Well, for this audience specifically, I have prepared a resource in that, and there are several goodies in there. One of them, if you really listen and you're hurting or you really just want to hear and learn more, we could speak for at least half an hour. Mm. And the other one is a question list that I mentioned that will really help people get clarity on their own. And it's those essential questions that really help you have some profound realizations as to what to do next. So I have a question list. And thirdly, within there, I have a free mini series that I recorded and it's called Bounce Back Fast, especially for the crisis, the coronavirus crisis. Mm. And we didn't touch on that, that we're in right now, or maybe we were in, if you listen to it in the future. Yeah. Really, it's a mini series to help people get unstuck and become more productive and to develop that emotional resilience, especially from losses, especially from all this grief, especially from all the events and the catastrophe, right? That's been around. So all of this is packaged in one bundle for you. And if you want to reach me directly, it's crashhadel at gmail.com for anyone who wants to reach me directly by an inquiry. And the link to get that resource will be crashhadel.com slash pencil leadership. Awesome. Again, crashel.com slash pencil leadership. I'm assuming that link would be posted wherever this is published. So guys, yeah, check it out. Get connected with Craig. Um, see what he's up to. Craig, thank you again for being on Pencil Leadership today. Most welcome. It was a pleasure being on. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope it brought you value. If it did, leave a rating and review on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. This actually helps us get this in front of more people so we can leave a bigger mark. And then share this with someone, someone that it could bring value to so you can make a difference in their life as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.